You're listening to the Islamic Sustainable Finance and Investment Podcast, the show discussing the latest and most exciting developments of Sharia-compliant sustainable finance. This episode is brought to you by Chagamas Berhad in conjunction with its 35th anniversary. For more information on Malaysia's National Mortgage Corporation, log on to www.chagamas.com.my. Hello, everyone. My name is Min Zatan. Welcome back to the show. Islamic sustainable finance, flash in the pan, are here to stay. With over 3 trillion US dollars last year, some analysts project that sustainable investment and finance could surge to over 20 trillion in the next decade. The Sharia finance community generally deeply believes that the sustainable finance sector will drive the Islamic finance industry's next phase of growth. In celebration of Chagamas 35th anniversary, we have partnered with the National Mortgage Corporation to produce a series of sustainability-focused podcasts. Today's episode is the first of the series, where we speak to Chung Chi Leong, CEO and President of Chagamas, who goes into detail how financial institutions are and should make sustainability their DNA. Hi, Dr. Thank you so much for joining us today. Sustainability in finance or finance for good is really driving the financial discussion in Malaysia and globally. We've seen a, a raft of financial institutions in the country, let it be domestic or international, adopting or integrating ESG and sustainable finance into their operations and offerings. My first question to you is how can sustainable values built around effective sustainable governance be generally embedded in a financial institution or issuer, you know, such as Chagamas? First of all, I'd like to mention that uh, financial institutions, including Chagamas, need to understand how climate change and sustainability risk drivers can actually impact our risk exposures. Because by this understanding, then we will be able to tailor and to channel our resources to the appropriate end users. I think financial institutions like Chagamas also need to play a role in term a catalytic role in the transition towards low carbon emission. And this is again important because, um, as you know, the government of Malaysia is committed to net zero emission by the year 2050. And in order for financial institutions, other players, including Chagamas, we need to play a role in supporting this aspiration. Sustainable values, I think, are best embedded within a sustainability framework as part of corporate governance. And this would actually serve as a, um, as a guidance for our employees as well as the organization as a whole in the conduct of our daily business. So it is quite important that this sustainability framework is not just a guiding document, but also to be able to allow stakeholders, for example, our investors, to understand our sustainability culture as well as our framework that we have put in place. As you know, Chagamas is the second largest issuer of debts in Malaysia, being the largest issue of corporate debts. We have put in place a Chagamas sustainability bond and suco framework way back in 2019. This framework actually provides us with the principles and eligible type of assets where we can finance under this framework. So far, Chagamas have issued about 1.7 billion ringgit worth of sustainability bonds, sustainability suco, social bonds and social suco. Most okay. of the proceeds from these issuances have been channeled towards the uh, purchasing loans from the affordable housing segment, as well as channeling uh, funds towards the small and medium enterprises, which are involved in renewable energy, 
as well as waste and water management. Chagamas have also established a corporate sustainability framework in 2020 with four key pillars, which is basically the first one, promoting home ownership. Secondly, um, employer of choice. Thirdly, positive societal impact. And fourthly, positive environmental impact. So within this framework, Chagamas strategic direction moving forward. We'll basically be focusing somewhat on what has expired under this framework. This framework is consistent to support the United Nations Sustainability Development Goal. And we are happy to note that basically this framework, our sustainability bond and suco framework, has received a second opinion from the RAM Sustainability Syndrome Borhat. So in essence, I think for, for us as an organization, to move towards this sustainability journey, to support the government in its aspiration and the fulfillment of the United Nations SDGs. It is important for everyone of us within the organization, the board of directors, and the management and staff to fully embrace what is being stated in this framework. Fantastic. And I'm glad you brought up um, the framework because my next question, I'm curious to you know, in your opinion, how or are the consequences and benefits of Incorporating sustainability frameworks beneficial to shareholders and other stakeholders of a financial institution. Firstly, in the case of Chagamas, I think Chagamas was established in 1986 with a developmental mandate, which is to promote home ownership among Malaysians, as well as to help develop the secondary mortgage market, the capital market, and subsequently the Islamic finance market. So in essence, Chagamas really have a developmental agenda and all stakeholders involved, particularly shareholders, are fully aware of this commitment. As you are aware, the government is actually promoting a whole-of-nation approach in addressing this issue. And we, as one market participant, need to play our role in supporting this. Chagamas, in fact, is committed by having stated in its target that we will achieve 10% green assets from our balance sheet by the year 2030. So our stakeholders including shareholders, would fully appreciate the fact that Chagamas is actually playing a role, a significant role in trying to support this overall agenda. As one of the strategic direction for Chagamas moving forward, we are embarking on a building block approach in terms of the green housing agenda, meaning we would like to put in place a framework in which developers, uh, financial institutions, as well as end buyers will be able to use in terms of fulfilling their obligation. So in terms of this building block, what Chagamas looks at is in terms of how we can help developers build more green certified houses, how we can see financial institutions give out more green mortgages, and how end house buyers would benefit ultimately with perhaps lower costs of borrowing as well as lower uh, utility costs and other costs. In essence, I would say that for our shareholders, which are mainly Bank Negara Malaysia as well as the financial institutions, this is part of the overall agenda. As you know, Bank Negara Malaysia and the Securities Commission co-chair the Joint Committee for Climate Change, which facilitate and lead a public-private partnership in terms of looking at this sustainability issue. Other stakeholders of Chagamas, for example, our investors, they will also have the opportunity to invest in Chagamas 
issuances of sustainability bonds and sukuk, social bonds and sukuk, and hopefully in the near future, green bonds and green sukuk. So I would say that uh, in essence, stakeholders and um, including shareholders as well as investors will be able to look at in terms of our strategy in the sustainability framework, as well as if you look at our annual report, we do have a report in terms of our sustainability uh, bonds and sukuk issuances, the use of proceeds, as well as what are some of the eligible assets that has been financed under these issuances. Within the context of Islamic finance, the synergy between Islamic and sustainable finance is very well established. Dr. How do you think Islamic finance and sustainable finance can maintain their symbiotic relationship? Well, Islamic finance and sustainability, as you said, have a symbiotic relationship and they are basically based broadly on the same principles of equity and sustainability. I think Islamic finance is really a ready-made solution to the rapidly rising global concerns on sustainability. It is well suited to produce and to provide the requisite innovation as well as um, financial solution as it is founded on the principle of equity and sustainability. So you see that actually between Islamic finance and sustainability, there are many things in common. One of the most important things is really in terms of the use of proceeds. One in terms of uh, if you sustainability issuances is how the proceeds could be used to fulfill some of these uh, projects classified under the ESG or SDG goals. And for Islamic finance, whether proceeds are being used and channeled towards Sharia-compliant activities. Both actually have moral and ethical values. And as you know, Islamic finance have also moved towards value-based intermediation, where there is actually a financial institutions or Islamic financial institution need to, to some extent provide advisory and to help its borrowers in terms of meeting their obligations. In the case of sustainability, I think financial institutions should also play a role in terms of helping their borrowers transition into this low carbon economy and in terms of the issue of sustainability. So I think this relationship is quite important and it is actually there. And you can actually see that really Islamic finance and um, sustainability are really common. So in Malaysia, I think we have this long-standing tenet in terms of for Islamic finance, and especially the Islamic capital market, where the SRI Sukuk framework or Sustainable Responsible Investment Framework has been put in place by the Securities Commission Malaysia. And this has actually been a framework that even Chagamas have followed in terms of our issuances of sustainability SRI Sukuk. So I would say that moving together, Islamic finance and sustainability are common and they should together play a significant role for Malaysia moving forward. Absolutely. And we're now also seeing some very interesting innovation in the areas of social and sustainable finance. What's driving this sort of innovation and what does the immediate future hold for the issue of social finance related structures? I think firstly, there need to be greater awareness among all the stakeholders the investors, the issuers in terms of this issue. But you will see that in some countries, for example, in Europe, perhaps the issuances of such uh, papers, for example, green bonds 
All social bonds will probably have a reduction in the overall yield that is being paid for these particular issuances. In Asia today, the yields expectation for investors remain the same. So I think if more and more investors have great awareness in term and allocate a certain percentage of their asset under management for sustainability issuances, we will probably see a better and more competitive rates being offered for these um, issuances. The government is committed, as I said, to the net zero uh, emission by 2050, and all the stakeholders need to be aware, and there must be more creation of incentive, for example, for issuers and for market players in this sustainability uh, bonds of Suko. For example, currently, there are tax deduction on the SRI Suko issuances in Malaysia. This tax deduction in terms of the expenditure incurred for the issuance of SRI Suko approved, authorized by or lodged with the Securities Commission until the year of assessment 2023. And 90% of the proceeds raised are solely used for the purpose of funding SRI projects such as specified in the guideline by the Securities Commission. We also have the Green SRI Suko Grant Scheme where the issuers can claim 90% of the actual external review costs subject to a maximum of 300,000 ringgit. So these are actually great incentives that have been provided by the government in terms of promoting and encouraging more such issuances in the future. As I said, as part of the government's whole-of-nation approach, Chagamas, as a responsible corporate citizen, must play its role in ensuring that our practices, our business model, and our issuances are consistent and in line with the aspiration of these goals. I think in, in some of the products that Chagamas have launched in recent years, for example, the mortgage guarantee under the My First Home Scheme, and the reverse mortgage under the scheme Saraan Bachaga, all these have got social impact and positive social impact in essence to allow for firstly first-time house buyer to buy their first home earlier as well as for retirees to live a comfortable life. So as you can see, Chagamas products are basically aligned to ensure that we actually have a positive social impact ultimately from introducing some of these products. Thank you for listening. For more discussions on Islamic sustainable finance and investments, log on to www.islamicsustainable.com. You can also listen to the episodes on your favourite platforms, including iTunes and Spotify.